direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and I'm Ron Miltz. Oh, we have been gone for oh so long. I mean, quite honestly, I don't think I've seen any of the faces in this room in a while. So it's yeah, uh, man, I've been caught up with the real life stuff lately. Ah, uh, you busy. and me both, man. Yeah. You and me both. It's been it's been kind of nutty and insane. Uh, lots of lots of work, which I don't mind, but uh, been keeping us uh, going. And I haven't seen Chris since Long Beach. Yeah. So. Uh, you thank you for bringing me my Blu-ray that I uh, I left behind. You know, I, I didn't even watch it. I was going to, and I thought, no. I love Megamind. I picked my, up. Megam- I love it too. I oh, picked I up Megamind at uh, for Ronald Andrew because I'm trying to buy more kids movies. I just felt weird watching it before you watched it. I don't mind. No, but you know, it was used. Somebody else watched it well, before okay. that. Okay. So this is code for Blu-ray of Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's code for. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, man. So we've been uh, we've been busy. We apologize to all you listeners out there. We've been getting hit up on the Facebook page and uh, uh, people bugging us about, hey, when are, when's a new episode coming out? It's been almost a month. So yeah, sorry, I've been selling a house, and this is like real adult shit that I'm not used to. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, the wife is kind of selling the house. I'm yeah. <laughs> You're I'm just the, scaring I'm just, the straights. I'm, I'm there. Well, I'm I'm there for the ride, you know. So that's that's definitely kept us totally busy, man. Did you find your uh, your new place yet? I with have your fun not, room, your candy no, room? I have not. Nothing yet, man. It's kind of a kind of a bummer. There was one I was interested in, but uh, come to find, out, I was already in a escrow. So we'll keep on looking. Nice. Well, it's uh, the three guys tonight, and uh, uh, Ronald Andrew, my boy, is actually uh, sitting in the other room watching Cars. We're being I'm being a good parent right now. Yes. So Best if, movie ever made. If a child comes running in the room going, Daddy, Daddy, during the middle of the podcast, you guys don't know why. So He'll probably come running in and say, get her done. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know you know what? He actually, uh, he doesn't mind Mater, but he's like, the first time I showed him Cars 2, he was like, Dada, where's Lightning? Like, where's Lightning McQueen? Because right. Lightning McQueen's not in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't, why? Where's Lightning, Dada? Where's Lightning? <laughs> where's Lightning? Like, he wants Lightning McQueen. So, well, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, the nice thing about taking a month off is we've uh, sort of stored up a lot of discussion stuff. Um, uh, but let's uh, let's go right first and foremost. Let's jump into uh, Long Beach, Chris. So we just got done with Long Beach. To uh, all the new listeners out there that we picked up at Long Beach, we're glad that we met you. We're happy we saw you there. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that we're going to go back, but we definitely <laughs> we definitely <laughs> it, enjoyed it. It was not the uh, most um, active of cons. No, weird. You know, compared to uh, WonderCon, I think maybe our our location was weird, or the weekend was weird because it was the first weekend of. Uh, football, you know, I, I don't know what the deal was, but uh, it, it just was, it felt kind of like people were there, like they were at the mall the week before payday, where they were like window shopping, but nobody was buying anything. Well, you know what gets people excited too about these conventions is exclusives and yeah. things like that. And <laughs> what's well, more exclusive than my book? Well, you know, true. pretty damn exclusive. True, yeah. Only, you know. only about a hundred people on the planet have it so far. But but you know, it <laughs> you, you got to generate some sort of like enthusiasm yeah. with yeah. these crowds, and quite honestly, 
after, I mean, we're here we are at the end of the year. Uh, there's been WonderCon. There's mm-hmm. been San Diego. Uh, a lot of people are starting to travel outside uh, of this area and yeah. the state to go to conventions. I've had friends this year go to uh, Phoenix. I've had friends go up to San Jose. Um, I've got friends who go up to uh, Emerald City up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's that up in Washington? Yeah. And, you know, man, you can only sell me that black and white Batman for so goddamn long. You know, it's like, oh, look at that. It's uh, A plus uh, toys and collectibles. Well, I will again, say, I will say there was a, a variety of different vendors. Uh, my feeling, a lot of my feeling was, is with the crowd there. Um, it was really about the cosplay at that yes, convention. Yes, it was. Way huge. Well, I mean, it's just I mean that's dwarfing like... Dwarfing everything else. Yeah, 90% of the people that were there, I felt like were there for the cosplay because I would come down on the floor and the floor was kind of but busy and you'd go into the fucking lobby. The lobby, right? Yeah, was, you and everybody's in there taking pictures. But you know what and... else? Because you could get through the front door without a pass. You just couldn't get to the floor. Ah, uh, uh, yes. You see that's dirty, dude. And that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, you know, it's like, why Why are you letting people off? Because there was a lot of people just milling about. And a lot of the cosplayers weren't coming to the floor because they didn't have passes. They just yeah. came to show off their outfits, you yeah. know? And then they had all the cars, which were pretty cool. I, you know, I got to see the Back to the Future car again uh, in the Ghostbuster mobile that they have out there and all the other stuff. But that was the, the one thing that I was a little intrigued by. So, You know, they ought to just call it the Cosplay Con because nobody gives two shits about comics at these things anymore. It's become a major um, thing to, to focus on the costumes. And I'm worried that Kamikaze is going to be the same way because it's Halloween weekend. And they're having the World Series of Cosplay at this thing. Ah, uh, yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's it, it's got that, that and the, the, like, plethora of, like, yard sale shit and swap meet shit that people are selling <laughs> at these cons. There's no quality control. No. For anything. It's one of the reasons I love going to Son of Monster Palooza, uh, which I just did two weeks ago oh because, yeah how was that oh that was great man i mean you're seeing I, i've talked about it before you see the artists you see the creators you see the the people who are imagining yes. these characters and bringing them to life they've got probably three or four different makeup studios there doing demos on site uh and you could watch them you know it'll take eight hours you know how they yeah. always talk about hey come back after it, it took like eight hours to go ahead and do this appliance yeah, yeah. And, and that actually is the truth man you're watching it go down right there and when they're done at the end of the day you're just like you're blown away nice man. how awesome it is nice but everybody there man their booths are like cool i mean they put work into the display yeah. of their product yeah. dude i you mean you know what we had a we actually had a pretty nice setup i thought this year yeah. as far as what we did yeah um but i would say one of one of the complaints i had is there were empty booths like all yes. around us yes. oh really empty wow. tables where people just didn't fucking show up or people didn't show up until two o'clock and like in the afternoon yeah and i know part of it is like they give like some of the major artists as it were uh they always offer them tables um yeah. So they hope they'll show up. The air feels great in here, Ron, but I just want to say that when we hear this on the recording, it's not me breathing. No, it's not. I, we're not picking up the air. Okay, so. just making sure. No, man. no, no, no. We definitely do not pick up the air. I just, sorry. So, the air conditioning kicked on and it's like nice I mean, and cool in here. it feels beautiful right now. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a wonderful thing. Our air condi- That's part of the reason we're once again at the, uh, over here at the Batcave. Um, so. Yeah, man. It's pretty warm in my... Uh, studio a little bit a little bit but we're getting to the uh, we'll be back in the studio here as the uh, yeah very soon 
once this uh, once uh, the global warming goes away and we get our two months of uh, a cool air, yeah. You know, so, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, one of the uh, things that I, I was a little surprised at was not only were some of the bigger artists they showed up late, but they got no play, man. None. The guy, I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but the guy right across from us was a Spider-Man artist. The dude drew Spider-Man like for Marvel and was yeah. there selling prints. No love. He must have had what, Chris? I maybe counted. Like, we were doing more business than him at a certain point. And, wow. and we definitely did not do anywhere near what we did at WonderCon. No, and that was mostly Sunday. But, but, yeah. we, but you know what we do have now? We have a fantastic pitch. Yes, we do. We've <laughs> like, definitely worked that thing down. taking a couple down. of conventions yeah, that you guys got it scored Dude, we, we sold multiple books where people were like, your pitch is so good, I have to buy it just because the pitch. So yeah. Yeah. It, me, Chris, and Todd were like pitching stuff left and right. Now what we need is a pitch for the podcast, too. Yeah. Yeah, and well, a pitch for Rosalie now too. Well, and that's the thing, you know. I, I'm staring at right now on the table the uh, the test copies for Rosalie, and um, I was really surprised that I had at least two people like give money for a book that wasn't even there yet. Uh-huh. Like they just they saw and it, they heard her pitch and they're like, "Sure, I'll buy one." You know, send it to me in the mail. I thought nobody was going to do that. Well, our our friend. Uh my friend, I'm sorry, uh, from uh, IE Comics and Games out in Hemet. Mm-hmm. I gotta get down there. Man. Jamie, well, it's too late. It's gone, huh? Closed their doors, God. man. Oh, after no. five years, yeah. Oh no. They were really, they were really, they've been having some hard times, oh. and they they were really hoping to uh, to make some money at Long Beach, and absolutely did not. And they did not have enough to pay the the lease on the the building, and they had to close the doors. Well, I mean, they're working on something new right now, right. which hopefully I'll be able to talk about soon. But you know, I, I think at some point it becomes like an oversaturation of these shows. Yeah, you know, I mean, and I think that's where we're at because. Yeah. But the problem is, like, we're Chris and I already. I mean, we. Basically, WonderCon, like we're on the waiting list of WonderCon. Yeah, we we didn't even get into WonderCon right. because I didn't jump on it the day they opened it up, and it's. It, I talked to the guy on the phone that's that's doing the booking at that, and he said um, because they're in LA, they expanded ten percent. Wow! And they still sold that shit out like in you know days. So Crazy. we can't even really get. We're like number twenty-seven on the waiting list <laughs> oh, for a, a artist alley table at WonderCon. I mean, yeah. It's just but, insane. But the price, like the price jump, and I could see why like Long Beach would kill you because like the table we had was a nothing table. Yeah, you know, and these people at the corner booths are paying triple what we pay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if we didn't necessarily make a ton, I know they didn't make yes. a ton. Yes. You know, and it's like I, I and especially that con, it seemed like there were a lot of looky loos, a lot of people just strolling through, like wanting to look at stuff, and not a lot. I, I feel like a lot of people that maybe got comp tickets yeah. or were yeah. like, oh, the tickets are cheap, ten, fifteen dollars. Yeah, you know? I, had, uh, I knew somebody who was pretty much handing out tickets to this show. Yeah. Now and, on the flip side, yeah. um, our friends at Man vs. Rock did really well. That's good. Man. You know, they, they've got like five books now, including mm-hmm. you know if you include their uh, their um, trade paperback, and they're blowing those things out. Yeah. So if there's any hope, it's that having more product and more titles for people will will definitely help. So it's just a matter of you know having more than just one thing to sell. And I, well, I like I said, I'm always a big fan of the exclusives. Yeah. You know, and, and, and how like, could hey, you not be, right? 
go throw go throw that out there and say, hey, I've got a limited run of these twenty shirts or something like well, that. And that's you know? and, that's funny that you mentioned that because uh, uh, we moved some shirts at the con. <laughs> yes. Uh, once again, uh, and then we got home, and I told Chris, I was like, you know what? Uh, we've been ta- like, we've been t- saying what we're gonna do and how we're gonna invest, and I've I've got five new shirts ready to go, essentially. Um, and uh, uh, there, uh, I haven't talked to Steve about this yet, but I wanted to p- pitch the idea of the uh, man-made monsters line making a comeback as well, if that's something he's interested it's, in. So you know. it's something that I'm working on right now, but it's gonna be more than just uh, t-shirts. There you uh, go. I'm hoping to reveal it after. Uh... Halloween this nice, week. Nice, nice, man. So, so, well, we definitely, uh, we've got a bunch of uh, uh, new stuff coming out that we'll have at Kamikaze. And then uh, our, uh, there's the Facebook store should go live by the end of the month. So, yeah, cool. like, yeah, so that's, that's all good stuff. But let's, uh, let's bring it up a little from how much we didn't love Long Beach. Um, <laughs> um, okay. I, I did have one thing. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? I, I don't want to get off on a rant or anything. Oh, but, well, that's uh, what this show's all about. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm wandering around on Sunday, and I just, you know, seeing what's there. I didn't really shop. I didn't spend money on anything. I usually buy a bunch of indie comics, and I, I was kind of, like, irritable after a not a good day on Sunday. I didn't buy anything. Um, but I did wander over to the um, the celebrity section where they do the autographs. The, the mostly empty celebrity section? Well... Here's the thing. I took a second and I looked at the prices they're charging you just to take a damn picture with these stars. And I I literally typed it into my phone because I'm like, holy shit, I have to bring this up on the next podcast. They charged $65 to take a picture with Chloe Bennett from... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'd like to say something about that, because I saw that and I was like, a, a gag, like flabbergasted. Yes. This is a working fucking actor. She's on a network series. Yes, a successful. She don't need my $65 right, for a right. goddamn... Uh, uh, John Barrowman was the same way with uh, from Arrow. Yeah. Who, wait, from who? From Arrow. The, um... Uh, what's his name? The bad guy, Malcolm Merlin. Oh, really? Uh, he's at all the cons now. Look, I he's get, the new Lou Ferrigno. But look, <laughs> I get like, like uh, uh, what's a uh, Boxy, the black guy from Battlestar Galactica, yes, yes. like the original. <laughs> Even right. Lou Ferrigno for that. That matter. motherfucker needs his forty dollars. Like he yes. is not like on a network show. But come on, dude, Chloe Bennett. Yeah, like you're was, on Agents of Shield. You was you're not pulling cool. down. You are easily pulling down a six figure yearly salary yes. easily, yes. and you're gonna you're gonna like milk a nerd for sixty five bucks. Because yeah. you're hot and on a nerd show. No, yeah, you know what's crazy is that they um at some of the horror conventions on the circuit, the the Walking Dead cast is huge, um and it's mostly people who have been eaten. Yes, or something on the show. Um, but T Dog uh, <laughs> or uh, oh, uh the old guy, the, the little girl, uh, oh, Rick's Sophia. Rick's daughter. Oh oh. Rick's the, daughter? Well, the, no, no. they're twins, and they're, they're they've got different ones now. Oh, the babies? The babies? What? They can't even sign shit, and they're at shows, dude. What? I swear to God, man, they're out there. Yeah. That's... How would anyone know? <laughs> yep. I want to do that. I'm gonna bring Phoebe. She, this yeah. is Sophia from the show. But yeah, anybody that you've seen axed so off is on the circuit wow. and, they're, and they're charging those prices right there man and here's my thing like i've got nothing but love for a guy that got killed off like if you're crewman six and yes. you're your guy right. and you showed your up guy. and like you know you're you're trying to make a living man 
But don't like, don't be Glenn. Yes. <laughs> don't be Rick. Don't be the, Rick charging sixty five like, bucks for a photo. Well, op. no, you're not gonna see. You're not gonna see Rick on the floor. No, but um, but you know what I'm saying. It's like, but, but uh, Chloe Bennett is the, the the female lead of Agents of Shield, dude. Yeah. Like, yes. On a now this show. is the same thing as musicians or athletes, for that matter, that are current working athletes or musicians that are stars charging people for autographs. It's horse shit. It's it, the people who made their lifestyle possible and you're gouging them. You know, it's like charging like Paul McCartney charging $500, $1,000 for a ticket to his show. You know what? Fuck Paul McCartney and his show. Cause I think that's wrong. His life is charmed and you're going to charge the people who love what you do. Barbara's, and made your Barbara's life. Streisand, possible. Dude. So, same thing. Yeah, but thousand, they can all thousand dollars a seat, man. Fuck like, everyone you know, for that kind of thing. Like once again, uh, for that kind of artist, it's a little different because that's right. their income to I me. Got, yeah. But on a, if you're on a network, like seriously, on a network show, that if you're on Agents of Shield, like you're getting paid and you're getting residuals on the back end. Yes. And you're in your third for the next twenty years. You're in your third season of that show. Like you're not hurting. She's and, on t-shirts. Look, if you're on, if you're a Walking Dead, if you're, if you're, like, if you're Herschel on the Walking Dead, you're dead at this point. And Scott you know, Glenn, actually, you're looking for work again. It's cool, the, right? The guys uh, who went up to San Jose for a Comic Con just a few weeks ago, they ran into Herschel uh, outside a bar. <laughs> he was outside smoking uh, at night, and yeah, they were taking selfies with him and all kinds of shit. He was way cool about it. And you know what? Most, but you know, that's a guy. He's just like he. Pro- he's like probably a working guy that just yeah. is finally on something that yeah. everybody like knows him for. Right. But he's right. like a character guy that's been around forever. Yeah. And forever. I remember tons I, when he first showed up, I'm like, oh, I love Scott. I love this guy, Scott yeah. Gimple. He's a fucking great actor dude and then you turn around and it's like oh he survived for quite a while so uh you know sorry my son just walked in the room what's up buddy (laughs) you you coming in to say hi man say hi hi (laughs) hey we're gonna continue to talk you gotta be quiet all right all right so back to what we were saying but um you know it's like with stuff like that where you're we're I mean, for a big star, it's a little bit of a smack in the face. Not only that, but yeah. don't you feel like Long Beach Comic Con like gave her some coin to come as well? Absolutely, oh, yeah, sure. Like she's yeah. so on top. Like how much is she pulling for the weekend? You know, yeah. How many waxing is she show up on Sunday? I've seen I've seen some celebrities literally uh, line everybody up to like the right, and they've got their assistants and their handlers standing. So because if you want to take a picture with them. It's sixty five bucks. Yeah. Oh. If you just want to take a picture of them, it's like twenty bucks, right? Yeah. Screw these people. And man. they'll have people kind of blocking the line. So if you were out there with your phone, they're watching you to to block them. Make sure. What you are they going to do? To block you from taking a picture. No, I mean, but what, like once you get the picture, they're so, gonna be like, "You owe me twenty dollars." I'm like, "I ain't giving you nothing." Y- yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know. But yeah, I've seen I've seen these celebrities take this like way super far. A majority of the cast of things like Star Trek are absolutely known for it. A funny thing about we want to talk about autographs and people celebrities talking out their ass. David Prowse, who, oh, yeah. who played Darth yeah. Vader. Okay, in the original movies, which no one would recognize except for a hardcore fan, right? Now well, this guy, Peter this guy comes yeah. out about the day or two Jeff after uh, Force Friday happens. Now the Force Friday happened, and everybody, you know, the new Star Wars toys were released, <laughs> and a lot of people were buying them up to flipping them on eBay. And I'm a big person of I don't tell you how to make a living. Exactly, that's just all there is to it. But David Prowse wants to come out there and run his mouth about 
uh, how these scalpers are scumbags. Now, this is the same person that will charge you $75 to sign that Darth Vader helmet, but will charge me $50 to sign my Frankenstein monster from hell poster because he knows he can get more money from you. As a Star Wars fan? Yeah. Than the 50 bucks for the Hammer film that he did back in the 60s. Funny. Talking a lot of crap there, dude. I, you know, to you me, know? it's like, once again, like, I don't, like, Paul McCartney, somebody's going to buy that ticket, that person ain't me. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but. Who am I to tell you how to wrong, make your living? Exactly. It is, but, you know, it is what it is. But I'm with you. That's some bullshit. And I, as far as it, just things go, um, Look, man, I, I've been to a, a lot of cons in my days, and yeah. I'm with you guys. Where I, what what I, I told Chris is, we were sitting there at a certain point, and I'm like, you know what, man? I go, comic cons are the new Renaissance fairs. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. there's a bunch of people that just walk around, and it's a lot of looky loos that want to like look at a bunch of shit. <laughs> They're all passively enjoying the day, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, it's like you know, uh, a con is people are there to sell some shit. You know, and and not as many people are there to buy anymore. You know, it's sort of like when you go to comic, like San Diego, you get down there and it's like the vendors are always like, man, like nobody's buying anything. People are just here to look, you know, and it's like I I get that. I go down with a wad of cash and I buy a bunch of shit while we're there. But it was like I watched a lot of people and I even talked to some folk. I'm like, do you pick up anything? No, we just came to look. Right. <laughs> I'm like, right. It's it's like going to the swap meet just to look. Like there ain't nothing to look at. It's a it's just shit for sale, you know. Well, you know, a lot of these people too who are coming to the the conventions, which it's a good thing and it's a bad thing that we're seeing the bad end of it. It's a good thing that it's it's bringing new new blood into what we love. Um, so you kind of got to weed out those crappy It'll people. Wane. It just will. It will. A couple it's, years. And, and see what wane. it is is everybody has seen the action of San Diego, and yeah. it's all over the news. And they can't get into it, so what do they do? They're going to these other shows. Exactly. And because they're hoping to run into Herschel on the floor, or they're going to see, you know, so and so, and they're really excited about that. And most of the time, they're not going to see that. No. A lot of times, they're going to get frustrated with the parking Mm -hmm. and the security and this and that, and they're going to give up. Oh. By the way, being an asshole, Steve, saved the day on Sunday. Yes, I want you to yeah. know that. Being an asshole saved the day. Yeah. Because most times when I'm being a nice guy, you know, when you get to that, when you're making the turn and there's somebody in the left-hand turn lane and you're like, um, you know, I'm going to be nice and let this person go, right? I pull up and I was going to be nice and let this girl go. And I'm like, motion her. She don't fucking pay attention. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. You're not paying attention. I'm going. So I went in, and just as she started to come, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you had your chance. So I pull in. Guy comes up and goes, hey, you lucked out, man. You're the last one that gets to park at the uh, <laughs> at, the, at the convention floor. That's awesome. And what was even better was I pulled in, and there's people circling around looking for a spot. They're yeah. like, I'm like, fuck, man. Maybe there's no spots. And I made a. I, I see them all going, and you know how they get like that mentality of like, we're yeah. all gonna get in this line, and I'm gonna yeah. follow you. I was like, I don't know why they're all waiting. I know there's going to be spots at the end. So I just made a left yeah. as opposed to a right, went all the way down to the end. And I think I also got the last remaining spot. Wow. <laughs> so so it uh, it worked out really well, okay? So, uh, all right. So let's move on. We got some stuff to talk about here. Um, we got to talk about Fear of the Walking Dead because we oh, haven't man. talked since the first episode. And we're now five oh, episodes in. Man. Did everybody Fear see last night's Dead. episode? I yeah. did. I'm all it. caught up. Oh, I have so much to say about this. But I'm going to let, 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 I'm gonna let the, uh, the room start a little bit here. So Go ahead, Steve. All right. You know, the first episode, or maybe it was the second, uh, Chris was talking about um, the reaction. The reaction of, of them seeing the kid that they grew up with run over. And... 
I gave it a pass. I, I'm with you on that. I one. said, I did as well. well, you know, it's a bit of a shock, etc. And then, you know, after you smash your coworkers' brains in with a fire hydrant, um, and there's still not a lot of reaction nope. going on. <laughs> now, listen, I, there are people I work with on my day job that I don't necessarily like, but I still might have a hard time. You mean you wouldn't go home and play Monopoly with the fam? Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're all, you're all, hey, Jen, by the way, you know Bob? Yeah, I smashed his fucking head in with a fire extinguisher today. Can I get a hotel? (laughs) The panic, the terror of this situation going down is totally missing. Yeah, right. I mean, they're out, like, I'm lounging in the pool, I'm going for a run, you know, like maybe oh, it just I'm hoping uh, it just hasn't happened. The, the yet. little the little uh Korean lady from next door. Oh, she got zombified. Uh and, and got her brains blown out all over her husband. Oh man. You know, she watched my kids when they were babies. <laughs> that's a, Dude, that's all I a can fucking think is bummer, that man. She's keeping the pills that are meant for Nick. Right. And she's taking them herself because she's like totally looted out. The only She's the, the only, most mellow person. So far, the only characters that I thought are even remotely believable at this point were actually the small ones, the soldiers. Yeah. Last night's episode when you had one soldier who's like, that's it, I'm going home. Yeah. And then you had the other soldiers like, I'm, you know what, this is my mission right here and grabs a picture of his wife yeah, and his kid. Yeah, like I gotta get to San Diego. And, then, and you know who else was believable? The lieutenant. Because at this point, and I always say this, uh, those people are going to rise to the top and our new friend, the African-American uh, gentleman who's in quarantine with our junkie friend right now. I love him, by the way. I love him already, <laughs> right? And I'm really rooting for this character because he's he's like, all you latte drinking, mm-hmm. are, he's you. it's over. It's you know over. And I'm Steve like, going, there are three things that you can deal in the, in the... And it's like, you want my cufflinks? I don't fucking need them, sure. But you know what I got? I got cans of beans. I got shotgun shells and blowjobs. Yep. Like, what do you need, you know? Yep. <laughs> so... Those have been the only characters I found even remotely believable. Yeah. The family that we've been focused oh, they're, on. They're idiots. I, I can't. I, I sympathize with the, the husband because I was like, dude, that has got to suck. You have got your current wife and your ex-wife. <laughs> right. And a bunch of goddamn kids who are a bunch of pains in the asses. They are. They're they, assholes. They are total pains but you know in what? the asses. I believe the kids. Like, those are the, like, the adults... I don't believe because the kids Not are just narcissistic enough that they're going to make all this shit about them. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like you got the junkie, you got the fucking girl who just like she's just like riding her bike and dressing up, you know, and like breaking shit. And then you got the son who's like, you know, like a faux radical, you right, know, right. and he's like, what? I got to go talk to her dad. No, no, no. And I'm, I'm like. First off, maybe if dad wasn't such a giant virgin, like yes. we wouldn't have yes. this fucking problem. Like he is not raising Spartans. He needs He's to, definitely raising he need, pussies. He needs to rick up. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean that's all there is to it. If man. there's any saving grace for this show, it's watching him rick up. He's yeah. not gonna rick up. He's there's I no don't way. Oh man. I don't know, man. He had a clean shot at Nancy the waitress last night, and he fucking backed away from yes, it. He did. Although Rick didn't kill the uh, the first zombie he came across right, right away either. So it, it sure, takes some time. He sure plugged that six-year-old in the head, no problem, though. <laughs> well, that wasn't the first one. Though. The first one was the one <laughs> in the grass, you know. Well, so uh, I, I just I'm I'm so surprised at the the lack of emotion. Of, like I thought we were gonna see this. Like this is the beginning. This is when all hell breaks loose. And let me tell you, man. Last I checked, 
I don't have the numbers in front of me here, but LA is a pretty densely populated city. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of bugging me as I'm well. Like, where where is everybody? Are they just all oh, in that building? No, no, no. We cleared <laughs> uh, we cleared a six mile radius, and I'm all. You cleared six fucking miles of Los Angeles. That's amazing. I could have believed a mile. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I could believe a mile because think about six miles. You're talking about like a hundred thousand people or something. How's this? Oh man. Six miles of Riverside. If you basically took from my house to Steve's house is about a mile away. Yeah. You live about a mile from me. That's a lot of neighborhoods, man. Think about that. That's a lot. Think of about houses. clearing all the way from here down to like. Arlington or Adams, like all the way. That's a big fucking area. We're only 300,000 people. Right. LA's, you know, like 15 million people in the, yeah. in the basin there. It's crazy. That's insanity. And they're downtown, these fucking people. Yeah. They're not, they're not, like, they're not living in Boyle Heights or anything like that. I mean, I like understand, that. like, you know, the cost of extras and stuff like that, <laughs> but like one zombie waitress wandering around in the fucking diner. Yeah. No. You know. No. They, look. Here's my you're, you're ripping me off. Here's my feeling on this. First off, I'm bitter. And this is why I'm bitter. Because I was promised a show about the fall of fucking Los Angeles. And that's not yeah. what I'm getting. Right. I'm getting a show about a really dumb family. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously dysfunctional family. And you know what? And look, I don't need this. Some like, sort of Nicaraguan war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened there? <laughs> Benny Blades is a... Who is a barber? He's, a, he's like, like a barber I don't Nicaragua. Like, I am a barber. I'm a barber that will now torture you. <laughs> like, at what point... At what point did somebody say that this... That taking a soldier... In the middle of martial law, in the we're like, gonna this is gonna work. Steve, we're gonna trade him. You don't understand. Yeah. We're gonna trade this guy, or, or we're just gonna get some answers out of. He the, did say that's not gonna ever happen. Or, or we're gonna we're gonna get some answers out of the corporal. Yeah. Now it's a fucking corporal. Exactly. Now I have not been in the military, but I've got many friends who have. And let me tell you, dude, being a corporal in the military, I mean, that's like an extra seventy-five cents a paycheck or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, this kid would know shit. He's still, uh, and if if I got any military friends out there, which I know I've got a few that listen to the show, um, please let us know how dumb corporals are. So uh, <laughs> post on the Facebook page. Right? So no, but I mean, if you're not grabbing like a sergeant or above, like you're not getting information out of this man. And and it's like, I, furthermore, once again, densely populated area. There was a lot of looting going on that first night, and we had some flashes. Like when they went by the hospital, I was like, "Why couldn't they have just done that episode?" Yeah, yeah. like that's that what looked I wanted. Interesting. Like, go to the hospital, bring her to the hospital, and show me the episode about the fucking people at the hospital turning. Like, I wanted to see that episode. Yeah, what I did. They aren't showing us anything. That's the problem. Well, it's you have less zombie action than the friggin' original series. Well, I, I mean, it, the. It's not only that, but it's not believable. It's not no. believable that, that no. where is everybody? You yeah. cannot tell me that all those people just left the city. You and know, those zombies aren't going to make it within that six mile radius. And they got a, like a chain link fence up, and we haven't had any roamers come up near the fence like at all. Yeah, you know where the fuck is everybody, man? Mm. And it's like, furthermore, how could people be this stupid? Like they're all dumb, and nobody like. Once again, I, I know some people that live in Los Angeles, and nobody seems to own a gun. Like Not at right. all? <laughs> this is <laughs> right. <laughs> and where are all the Hispanic I mean, this kids? Isn't, this isn't. This isn't San Francisco. <laughs> no. Yeah. But 
Look, man. This is L.A. Dude, we're armed to the fucking teeth. And, and not only that, but they're like downtown. There's a lot of Hispanic gangs in that area. I mean, not, even, they're not even in Boyle the, Heights, but once again, like, come on, Even man. In, in the Walking Dead series, they, they, they ran into Mexican gang members in Atlanta. Yeah, Los Lobos kicked your ass. They yeah, kick your face. Right. Kick your balls into outer space, man. Where are those guys? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I'm... And don't you feel, like, seriously, don't you feel like, like Compton and Crenshaw would be, like, the safest places to live at this point? Because nah, everybody's packing, dude. No, everybody's for, packing. Not like, for me. There's no zombies. <laughs> well, not for you. Not for me. But not for you. There's not, not going to be any Chris. zombies down there, you, you know? know? Yeah. That in Fontana. They're, they're going to be like, finally, you got these motherfuckers now, you know? <laughs> but, like, I'm just saying, like, I, I was really looking forward to this show because I was like... I was too, man. Somebody yeah. from L.A. giving us like the downfall of the most densely populated place on the planet. And what I've gotten is essentially... The suburbs. That's what it feels like, and yeah. that's not what it is. Well, I, I, I feel like things, this is taking place in downtown Corona. I, they better I, I, I freaking deliver things, next week. I, I knew things were, were a little uh, little going south. And I think the second episode, and I think I brought this up last last episode too, was when the riot cops were coming down the street, all, all six of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a, like, man, you guys, big riot. you guys are skimping on the on the uh, the budget, the budget on this big. Time, yeah, man. well, I think the problem is what we really wanted to see was something uh, in scale along the lines of like World War Z, like the book, not the movie, but like that idea of because that's what you're looking yeah. at population wise. And I don't care. It, so if there's two thousand roamers in or zombies in fucking this in inside the L.A. sports arena down there, uh, which is what that was. Which, by the way. Uh, Having an understanding of the topography of Los Angeles, they are in a fenced area, and he walked, I presume, seven miles in the dark from kind of where he was downtown because the sports arena is on the other side of the fucking city, dude. Like, I'm just- I have been trying to figure out the geography of this show since the beginning, and I'm like, what make-believe fucking L.A. are you guys living in, man? Because this is, like... Uh, your son is from Pomona. <laughs> you know, you're going to jam out there and get him real quick. Really? I mean, like, we're, I don't know. And, and your daughter's down at fucking Venice Beach. And she's supposed to meet her boyfriend down there. Like, I don't know where the hell they're at. I think that, And like, they sure do move around pretty quick for being, like, I can't even get to Burbank <laughs> on, on, a, on a Wednesday this fast. No huh? zombies. Yeah. But here's the other thing, too. Like, you guys know how many cars are in Los Angeles. Right. There the streets would be filled with them. Yeah. Filled yeah. with cars, especially after a riot. Look at what I mean, just go back and look It at, was one of the most one of the most dramatic still shots of the original series is Rick going down the highway into Atlanta and it is nothing but burnt out cars the whole way. Yeah. Coming I don't know out why, of the city. I don't know why anybody didn't just go on to the other lanes. <laughs> yeah. Not as but, fun. You Not know, as fun. But, you know, this is, yeah, this is L.A. This is California. We're a driving state. I mean, there are cars <laughs> everywhere. Everybody's yeah. got two and three cars and in there. Their, did their you know house. there is one hospital in Los Angeles as well? Right. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew that as well. Look, this show is... Uh, I, had, I won't say it, it has help. lost me, but I have fast-forwarded through a few parts of this show. It Last night, help. we were like five minutes from the end, and Carrie said, I'm bored. I'm done. 
And I'm like, there's only five minutes left. You have to like stick it oh, out. I have I, to. She said, no. I have to. Keep Just so you know, I felt the same way. Yeah, I did The too. last five minutes of I last night's episode. Because the torture stuff, no offense, but I, I've seen it done better on 24 with that yeah. sort of moral oh, ambiguity. Right? You know? Jack Bauer, get down on your ass, right. dude. And, but we've That's seen this. That's what this show needs. <laughs> Jack Bauer? <laughs> yeah. Jack Bauer. Dude, I'd watch the fuck out of Jack Hell Bauer yeah. fighting oh, zombies. Shit. Oh, my yeah, God, dude. yes. Yeah, I'm in. That's next season on 24. Why couldn't, why couldn't they have done 24, like Fear the Walking Dead, as 24? Give me a day, like the first day or first yeah. week. Now, has anybody watched any of the web webisodes? No. no. The plane Snakes stuff? on a plane. Oh, is that yeah. on already? Is that happening? I think so, dude. I, I thought it was coming. It now, and of course, the plane that we saw in like episode, what, three, where we're yeah. going, I'm all, oh, tie-in, there it yeah. is. I'm like, there it is. Um, no, man, I, I there is... There is so much to like about this show, but man, there is so much to dislike about this show. I think it's, the casting's bad. I the disagree. directing is bad. I disagree with that. I like the casting of the show. Like mm. I like. I, I'm not like against it. I don't watch it and think like this is a terribly casted show. The main woman does nothing for me. Really, like, I like her a lot. Emotionally, she's she seems to be the only one with heads on her with a head on her shoulders in the fucking group, man. But she's got like she's a sociopath. She yeah. she's got zero emotion. Yeah, and I'm, this is your I'm, guidance I'm, counselor. I'm totally with Chris sort of on this. Makes like sense. I said, man, you know, she smashes in her, her boss's brains, who seemed like they had a pretty good relationship. Yeah, um, and it's like no big deal. Go home, play. You know, <laughs> that is the one character that is probably the most, the least believable. You know, what, her character. you know what this show's been missing though? Like the char- the Nick, the uh, drug addict son, <clears throat> took a weird turn after the third episode, like the last two episodes, uh, because he was sort of, to me, like the audience's connection. Mm-hmm. And I think without him, um, we're seeing how dumb everybody else is. Yeah. Like, and that's really because painful. Because he's pretty friggin' dumb. Well, Nick actually was like catching on quickly to what was happening and it would have been more believable. Like the whole police state thing happened way fucking fast as well. Like, look, I'm all about the national guard moving in and doing their thing, but this seems like this whole storyline should have been season two. Yeah. Like this should have been the second season, which is what I said after the second episode. Like we got, I said this is moving way too fast. It is, and I feel like we're gonna be at the fall of Los Angeles next episode, six episodes. All right. Unless, unless every season of the show we're getting an entirely new city to move to, I don't know how this works because now basically we're gonna have another Walking Dead That's show. That's all it is. And I'm yeah. like, I don't need another Walking Dead show. Rick and them is way more interesting than this group of people. Mm-hmm. Unless Benny Blade somehow, like you know, the Nicaraguan uh, uh, vigilante. <laughs> takes Barbara. over like the barber of Brazil down there <laughs> takes over and uh, uh, you know I, I just because in my mind I'm going oh how neat would it be though if they actually set up base and fended off this six square like however big this area yeah. is during the zombie apocalypse for <laughs> the military's gone yeah like they could they, they with what they have they could hold out indefinitely dude <laughs> but you know it's just yeah yeah I'm yeah <laughs> I I think the problem is is you've got millions of zombies happening and we're not seeing any of them. No. I think that shit's ridiculous. Um, I guess we're saving on budget. I think we're going to get a We're saving on storyline. We need some writers in this. We're going to get a huge swarm of them next week, I think. And I think that's going to be your payoff. Well, they they hinted at it with uh, wherever they the old guy went. He's at the sports arena down there, seven miles from where they were. That's where that was supposed to be? Yeah, that's the sports arena. Holy shit, dude. The LA Sports Arena. But the soldier also said, like, we didn't we didn't expect him to turn so fast. But I'm like, you know what? 
like you were, you were saying, their response time is like it's. We can't even get to Katrina on time, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Thank you. It's one of my biggest things. Is like, man, if you think the military is going to come this fast, you're wrong. Yeah. And especially with something like this, I mean, this is like a a, a worldwide catastrophe. And, and here's not a, just a lo- local catastrophe. Right, because what's his face, you know? Gabe from episode one and two, that's gone now. Um, this kid's like, oh, this shit's happening in Atlanta. It's yeah, happening. they're watching he's, on internet. And yeah, stuff. he's going. So to me, it's like. They're think, mobilizing, but I'm going. I don't see that. I don't see how you go from a riot where you have zombies in the fucking riot to the them showing up. Because if they're killing people left and right, there'd be dead bodies everywhere. Yes, the, the streets would be strewn with dead bodies. Not right. just you know. And, and then even after she sneaks out, she sees all these dead bodies on the street, and she goes back like, yeah, "I saw bodies." <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Dude. Like no, be, like like nothing. You know, man. I can remember the first time I saw somebody dead on the street. It still haunts from twenty one years ago, dude, and it's still etched in my mind. Yeah. Like, dude, that person's brains. And was, she was under the car with one of them. Right? You know, uh, yeah. She it's fucking just not a believable Mrs. character. Cho next dude. door, get her head blown right. off. Right, and that's her buddy, dude. Yeah, these, unless that these, would be hardcore, she's a hardcore man. That's well, the only way that you can, unless all of these people have PTSD, you, like in total as a group. Dave from down the street got his goddamn head blown off all over the the living room, and all you're worried about is painting the fucking wall. You know, I'd probably go find a different house. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably go over to Dave's house. I'm not staying here anymore because Dave's head is all over my wall. It doesn't matter how many times I paint that wall blue. Dave is still in that wall, man. Now Dave's not here, man. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's Dave's yeah. It's here. so that there we go too. Uh, what's that? Oh, the dead dog. We had to kill our dog. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I like how the military guy's like, sure, no problem. Okay, and yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, no problem. And then their whole thing with like rounding up the people, like and coming at the house. How big is your dog? Was it a fucking bear? <laughs> That's a great day in sea. <laughs> no, it was a chihuahua. Okay. We just buried him in So, pieces. yes. I, I have one rant real quick that has nothing to do with Fear of the Walking Dead because you said dog and it just triggered something in me. So, I went to the gym today. And I'm not saying I went to the gym so I could feel good about myself, but I went to the gym. And, uh, and I come out of the gym and this lady is sitting, has her dog in the middle of the street, like where the cars uh, go by. And the dog is taking a dump in the middle of the street and she's what? waiting to clean it up and it's like a little like tiny dog and i'm thinking to myself who in the fuck takes their do-? like there's grass right there you can have your dog shit on the grass like it was the weirdest thing i and i looked at her and she looked at me and she just kind of shook her head and i was like are you fucking kidding me like how what is happening in this like where are the zombies in the military to right? shoot you when i need them Oh, by the way, the last thing. What about the uh, the little No Country for Old Men uh, uh, cattle? Uh, uh, oh, right. Like at least, and didn't they? Sp- okay. <laughs> so this one fucking doctor seems to know that everybody turns right away. Yeah. Wasn't that like the the CDC themselves barely figured that out? Yeah. I, like that, I was like. We just, that was just, you just threw that away. You just threw that information away. And that was the whole crux of the first season of The Walking Dead. That we didn't find out till the third season that nobody else seemed to know that when somebody fucking dies, no matter what, when they die, whether they're bitten or not, that's yeah. the actually I actually hated that. I would, you would figure that, that by this, by before that point, 
if that were the case, people would already notice this. I guess it counts on because, how much I death mean, you've been around. Well, I mean... It, death that is not related in, to the zombie. Yeah. In, in the original Walking Dead series, they were into this by a couple of months by the time Rick got yeah. into it. So you've seen people die yeah. in more ways than just being bitten or eaten by zombies. Yeah. Uh, you're, you see people who are defending themselves from looters or from other attack. So they're now at this point shooting each other. Uh, you're going to figure out pretty quick that when you die, you no matter what, you're coming back. So I guess at the end of the day, let me ask you guys. We haven't seen the season finale yet, but do you feel like this is worthy of a second season? So far? No. Well, I think it's getting the ratings, and I think it's going to get... A second season. Hopefully, though. You think they'll fix it? I, I'm hoping that they'll fix it. Is it past the point of fixing? No. No. I think you I'm a saved. I'm a believer, man. That if you kill nothing, off the blonde, you're okay. Nothing is is ever. Kill her off. She's the lead. You don't kill the Screw lead her. off. Kill her oh, off, man. He can hook up with the actress that I really don't like, and I like her better than the, the blonde. <laughs> I'm with Steve though. What a terrible like apocalypse to be in with my wife, my uh, ex-wife. Dude. <laughs> and so kids. bumming, man. I'd be like, fucking kill me. Just bite me now, man. I gotta fucking hear this all the time, you know? Like like hordes of flesh eating zombies isn't enough. I gotta hear you fuckers bickering too. You know, oh then we gotta we gotta worry about you fucking getting you know cracked out or whatever the hell you do you're mainlining off somebody dying underneath their bed and let me ask you another question do you think they're intentionally avoiding the uh, uh, the zombies like as much as physically possible because I feel like they had a really great opportunity yeah. to show us something like because they were like you stay in the car like they had a really great opportunity to let him be stupid like he always is and go yeah. in and then get to really firsthand see the carnage for the first time yeah. and and they avoided it. No, we got some zombies coming out the door. Let's throw this fucking grenade in there. Like, once again, like a grenade grenades. Didn't do anything. They know the fucking, they know that a headshot's the only thing to take uh, this fucker down, and they threw a grenade. You, weren't, you, you guys weren't the only ones who caught that. Uh, I was like, what in the fuck did they throw a grenade for at that fucking thing, man? It's a shrapnel-related device. Like, it's not going to have any effect on these guys. You're lucky if you slow it down. I'm so bitter. I, I just, I, 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 my, my absolute, like, Heartbreak at yeah. how and I'm not gonna say bad because it's not it's the worst, bad, dude. but it's it's, it's not good. It's not good at this point. Uh, I'm Such almost potential. ready to give Z Nation a try, <laughs> which oh, I know is man. terrible. I do not. I do not like dude, Spider Monkey Zombies. I had some friends recommend that show to me. I haven't watched it yet. Holy shit, dude! I was like, you have got to be stoned to even watch this shit. I mean, I'm talking like 18 year old. High eating Cheetos, it sucks so bad, dude. Really? And I love that. I love crap, you know. I you love. Do. And this is fucking Terra bad. It's so awful. <laughs> Terra bad. Terra bad, dude. Terabyte. Oh, crap, dude. All right. Well, it's time to transition to a second chance movie for this uh, this month uh, or this podcast, I should say. And I've got one for you guys. Right. I've got a movie that you guys have absolutely got to see. It's called uh, What We Do in the Dark. All right. So the setup is it's uh, uh, stars Jemaine Clement from uh, Flight of the Concords. Um, and he is one of four vampires that live together in a flat in New Zealand. Um, and 
it's a mockumentary and the way that it opens up essentially it's like uh, all of the cameramen were uh, assured of their safety and wore crucifixes for the entirety of the filming and, it, it, and it's basically about the day to day lives of these vampires and it's so fucking funny because these guys are like the youngest one's like 187 years old and they are all so socially out of touch it is fantastic uh, there's it's I, like there's so much I don't want to ruin too much of it but like there's a great moment where they're dressing up to go out for the night and they do like a little montage of the things and they're talking about like the voiceover and he's like yeah it's really great sometimes um, when you you know you bite the victim um, you get to keep their clothes um, and some of them are really nice some, it's like oh this is too bloodstained too bloodstained here <laughs> you know um, uh, but they're having uh, there's another great moment where they're having like a roommate's argument and they're basically uh, on the youngest of the vampire who's only 187 years old um, because he doesn't do the dishes and they pan over and there's this stack of bloody dishes <laughs> he's like he's like I'm embarrassed to have people over and he's like why all you do is eat them when they come <laughs> but it's like the humor in it the humor in it is fantastic it's like it, it, it's 90 minutes of pure bliss so what's this called what we do in the dark it's called what we do in the dark and it's done a sort of mockumentary single yeah. camera style where they're breaking the fourth wall constantly yeah. but the fun thing is, is how socially awkward the vampires are. Uh, like, there's a great thing where they're trying to go out to clubs to pick people up. Uh, and the one vampire is like, oh, it's really inconvenient because, you know, we can't enter into a human space without them inviting us in. So they're everywhere. There's a doorman and they're like, invite us in, please. And the guy's like, I'm not going to invite you in. <laughs> He's like, come on, just ask us to come in. He's like, no. <laughs> so they're like going from club to club, getting turned down. And especially because they look ridiculous. Like yeah. when they go out, like the one guy's dressed like a 17th century dandy with his cravat and like his Cossack coat. And the other guy, uh. the other guy's got a, a, a top hat and a big furry. Uh, 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 jacket on uh, like they're all mismatched and then their fourth roommate is literally like the Nosferatu vampire with the giant teeth and like he's bald and he <laughs> never ears and shit yes and he never comes out from like downstairs except for every once in a while and it's always just to feed you know but he comes down and he goes he's like hey um we're having a roommates or flatmates meeting I wanted to give you a chance to come upstairs and he's like oh wow look it's a spinal column on the floor and he's like um maybe I could bring a broom down and you could like tidy up a little <laughs> like like and the, the there's so many nice little moments in there like the one dandy vampire is like setting up this woman for the kill and he's like putting newspaper like while he's talking he's like great what do you want to do with your life and she's like i think i want to be a and while she's talking he's like setting up newspaper under her feet oh, like on the ground <laughs> he's like that's wonderful and then he comes up and he's like starts massaging her and it like it like cuts away and he's like i really think it's important to like make people feel comfortable before you eat them you know <laughs> he bites into her and the blood it comes like shooting out and he's like oh oh and it's like trying to block it with his mouth oh, like shit. like the movie Watch I laughed so hard at this movie for so many like at so many different moments uh, uh, but it's and it's really funny because all of the people in sort of the uh, the undead world as it were because there's other like witches and warlocks and stuff uh, they're all nerds and that's like the great they're all socially awkward nerds which right. is the greatest thing about it like all the lycanthropes are like sort of like nerdy guys with glasses you know that have all been bitten by werewolves Ugh, and then at one I've point watch at one point they go to a ball like the biggest ball of the year and it's held at like the Elks Lodge <laughs> so, like it's fantastic so it's called right. What We Do in the Dark it came out in 2014 I'm pretty sure it's available on Netflix Netflix is where you can check it out. Uh, really fun, like really fun. And it, 
Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I've, I've got one today, actually. Oh, go ahead, man. What do you got? Okay, so it's it's kind of a cool sort of indie um, alien film. Um, it's called E.T. And, uh, <laughs> Did it's about you... a little alien with a finger that, I wish that lights trying, up. Is he trying to, to go home, call home or something? <laughs> None of that makes any sense anymore because, like, with cell phones, couldn't E.T. just pull out his cell phone yeah. and text home? Like, I don't you know. <laughs> I wish Todd were here so he could describe the plot of E.T. to us right now. So but did, his, did his finger look like this? <laughs> I saw like, that on the on What, what was that? Like Why that? is there an E.T. dildo? What is that? Dude, it's the E.T.'s finger, man. It looks like a goddamn wrinkly-ass vibrator. <laughs> is it like full? This is something that they sold, man. I mean, it says for ages four and over, battery included. <laughs> I assume it lights up. And yeah, doesn't like, yeah, like, you know. <laughs> For anal probing goodness, dude. I mean, this thing is this thing is awesome, man. And it, you know what? From the from the picture you have, Steve, it looks exactly like a dildo. It doesn't I mean, look like anything yes. else but a dildo. Yeah, yeah it's it's terrible. It's like that Harry Potter broom that vibrated. You hear about this? one got pulled off the shelves. <laughs> wait, what? Little girls were digging it too much, man. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Fucking, Hold on. No, hey, they had a, a broom. Story. They had one of the fucking... Was it a Nimbus 2000? Something like that, yeah. And it vibrated between and your legs? And it vibrated, dude. Shut the front I door. swear to God. Sick Google mother. it, okay? <laughs> I'm going to look that shit up at some point, And, man. and it, they pulled it because I guess... I bet they did. <laughs> these little girls wouldn't get off the fucking thing, dude. I don't know why. I bought her this little broom thing and hey, she dude, won't I gotta put it tell away. You, just because they're like three, <laughs> my boys will not keep their hand off their little peckers, dude. I mean, as soon as the diaper comes off, man, they're like, bam, on that shit. That you, know, it's, you know, it's funny, uh, uh, and this is going to translate into dumb shit our kids did this week. Um, uh, but what that movie, by the way, what we do in the dark, uh, check it out. Uh, but dumb shit our kids did this week. So my son, for the first time ever, had like a man moment with his penis. Um, uh, we got him dressed, and I put his pants on, and he stopped, and he's like, no, dada, no. And I looked, and he did the thing, you know, you like you do when you're when your junk sort of out of sort. Yeah. Like he unbuttoned his pants, he reached down, and he like shoved his penis down as far as he could get it, and then like zipped his pants back up and like yanked. And I looked, and I was like, "You're a little man now. Like, what do you know, man? <laughs> like, good job, buddy. Good job." So, uh, but in in other news, we uh, we have started preschool officially. Um, uh. Yeah, since last we talked. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and this is. Has there been any fights yet? No, 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 no. He loves preschool. He could give a shit about us. Like, we drop him off and he's like, bye, and just yeah. runs inside. Wants nothing to do with us, wants yeah. to play with other kids. Um, but the big thing, we had a. We are officially those fucking parents, dude. It has happened. Like, the two probably, like, most, like, like responsible, try to get everything in order parents. And between Elena and I, we have completely fucked it. He has been late almost every day. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, that gets serious when they get into they, like we uh, got we got school. the letter home no. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> and the kid is required to wear underwear to school. Required. Elena didn't have underwear for him, so she sent him in a pull up, which is a huge like he's they are not allowed to go in pull ups. We got uh, her dad went to go pick him up and got chewed out <laughs> about wearing the pull up, and wow. I'm like, I stopped and I looked at her and I was like. We're that parent. We have we have we are literally the fucking people that you have complained about every year, every day for fifteen years yeah. about why can't this parent just get their shit together? We are those fucking people. Like Jen took the boys one time to daycare fucking flip flops on. <laughs> they were like, No, I don't think so. I'm like, hey, 
<laughs> Chris just pulled up the picture of a kid on the hair. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> this kid, this is the gayest kid ever riding a broom. <laughs> He's like, it's super. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're that fucking parent, Steve. Yeah. 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 Like, it's really sad, but that's who we are. Hey, I, I'm that parent. Like, I'm that dad. He's got them both in the fucking basket of the shopping cart. <laughs> You know, a Target. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's some fucking popcorn. I'm, like, sipping on a Slurpee, <laughs> yelling at him and shit. <laughs> Sit down. Sit. You hear me? Oh, wait till we get to the car. I'm going to give you a pow-pow, dude. <laughs> like, I'm all threatening him and shit and yelling at him. And, then, and then, you know, of course, you know, I look like a fucking maniac anyway. So, yeah. these people are like, oh, these poor children. You look like CPS is going like, to show just, up at any just point. Just shut your goddamn mouth over there. You don't even know these children are animals, man. They've <laughs> so, gone feral. <laughs> So it's not so much dumb shit our kids have done this week for me as much as dumb shit as a parent that yes. I have done. So. Parenting. Doing it. <laughs> doing it wrong. Questionably. I, you I know? got some reviews here of the broom if you want to hear them. <laughs> yes, I do. Go ahead. Um, let's see. When my 12-year-old daughter asked for this for her birthday, I kind of wondered if she was too old for it. But she seems to love it. Capital letters. <laughs> Her friends love it too. They play for hours in her bedroom with this great, this great toy. They really seem to like the special effects it offers, the sound effects and vibrating. My oldest daughter, 17, really likes it too. I recommend this for all children. Holy shit. <laughs> By the way, my BB-8 still has not come. I'm getting very sad. What? Yeah. You ordered the, the $150 one? I did. I got it for 100 bucks through a, a wholesale friend. Well, so there you go. Yeah. That's why you don't have it. Yeah, but it's only... I saved $50 on that mug for a little remote-controlled BB-8. Can't be out of the savings. I, yeah, man. it's practically giving it away, you know? Right. So uh, I've seen that fucker go for like 300 and up. Dude, they're awesome. Have yeah. you played with one yet? I have not. Oh, they're so cool. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm super <laughs> excited about it. Like, more I was gonna, so than I was going to wait until after the movie. You just want to see if you're not if it's gonna suck or not, right? No, I'm just I'm a, <laughs> like listen. This is from Disney. This shit is not like limited edition. This no. shit is gonna be fucking sold, man. Right. I mean, it's gonna be available. Yes. This isn't like some like oh we only made a thousand. Although they're you know? getting you on that Disney Disney Infinity shit. If anybody's on that, mm. like that game, holy crap, man. Yeah, they're on like the third wave now. Oh, dude, that like shit's that. ridiculous. Like yeah. I know people that play I mean, that, and I'm like, I God bless you, man. Dude, they've, they've got fucking they've got Star Wars on cans of soup and fucking coffee creamer. Um, I mean, it's, it's have, on everything. We have Star Wars series at our house yeah it's is it uh i don't even know what it is because i refuse to eat that is shit. it yoda o's yeah or... it's like it's got yoda on the cover i, I can't i can't uh verify this <laughs> but it was said from what i understand on an open call when they were doing the the buying of lucasfilm by disney disney said that they had felt that star wars had been under marketed for over 30 years. Well, it feels like it at this point. Okay. So now that Disney has, it's going to be nothing but fucking Star Wars on everything. But wasn't there a Star Wars cereal back in the day? There's been tons of Star Wars yeah. cereals. That's, yeah, I was going to say, this is not a not new thing. It's not just that, man. Like everywhere you fucking a, go right a now. coffee yeah. creamer? Can you imagine your old man back in 1982 having fucking C-3PO on his coffee creamer? He'd be like, no, what the dude. fuck am I? Do I look like I'm fucking seven years old that's how dads used to be back then right 
Like, what the fuck is this? Because they wouldn't be like, do you want to give me a pow pow in the store? They would give you a pow pow oh, in absolutely, the store. Oh, absolutely, dude. You wouldn't be asked. It would just, all of a sudden, it would just come out of nowhere. So Boom! And so all of a sudden, flying out of the shopping cart into. Yeah, you're uh, like, I think I just got hit by a fucking truck. <laughs> <laughs> but I better I better shut my goddamn mouth and be still right now, or I might get hit by another truck, right? Um, but yeah, you know they didn't market that crap to no, adults no. back then. You but know? you know what? That is everything little... is marketed to adults now, man. Well, yeah, because we're definitely spending the money. Well, I mean, so that, are the kids? We're, you know, we're, they're bugging until we we're basically grasping onto that childhood, you know, yeah. and they just keep throwing it at us. Just keep throwing it at us. Again, I see that crap, again. but I'm just like. Meh. It's just more shit from my shelves that I don't I'm need. just like, you know, nothing. I do want the BB-8, though. Oh, that thing, it's so much fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. And it's fast as fuck. Yeah. It's all. So you found, you saw somebody had one? I, I have a friend of mine I that could has see, one. I could see me busting that out, dude. And the boys are just like, gone. just like, <laughs> I love it, right? <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it. And I fucking do it. And they fucking run after it and grab that bitch and go, yeah! <laughs> hit it on the fucking ground yep. boom Gone. and it's broken you're like that I'm pretty sure done. my son would kick it like yeah. that's like yeah I mean this is like something to, to, to beat to death yes you know it's like it's a ball yeah you know it's oh look at that it's, that it's a Star Wars dunked. ball that's all there is to it yeah you <laughs> he's know? dunking that much. it's a Star Wars ball it's a Star Wars ball <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to kick ball they, they, have, kick ball they, have, they have no appreciation yet for the value of collectibles so how you dare know. they be children? I know. That's why I keep all the really good shit up at the closet. They don't even know. I busted out all my uh, my my uh, original action figures for him. That's what he's been playing with now. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I'm not going to go out and buy new ones. No. <laughs> like, that shit's expensive. Well, you know? and, and honestly, they're not worth a whole lot. No. Know? they're. I mean, yeah. they're worth maybe like, you know, 8 to $15 each. That's not a ton. I'd rather yeah. let him play with them and get used, you know? Yeah. So, all right, guys. So here's we, gonna- we got a battle going on at our house for the uh, for the young one. It's like the epic, you know, Vader and and Obi Wan struggle because um, Carrie has decided that Phoebe is going to be a girl, and Phoebe has no interest in girl things. So, and whose fault is that? I totally take the blame for this because I'm the one that keeps buying her <laughs> Darth all Vader of, shit. All the, when when she was a well, baby, well, couldn't find her any fucking Black Widow toys. So <laughs> I looked, man. I looked. I can't even, still can't even find her shirts. No, I I above her bed because we put like Disney characters and stuff, and right above where she sleeps, I painted a big Darth Vader. Yeah, and since then she's loved Darth Vader. I totally fucking do it. You know what? I totally accept the blame for that. But she chopped all her hair off about six months to a year ago. Yeah. Did she burn herself too? And she's like, I hate you. Like, no. But uh, give it time. Carrie's been slowly trying to buy um, pink and purple superhero shirts. Not going to work. With the female characters. And all she wants to wear is flash. Nice. You know, well, you trained her well, man. You trained her well. Yeah, so um, looks like I might actually get that son I was hoping four years ago. <laughs> so, well, that shit's legal now. Yeah, All right, no, we've, so we've definitely got the battle happening right now. So here's what we're gonna do because we uh, uh, we love our listeners and they deserve more than one episode this month. We're gonna put a pin in this episode. Uh, we're gonna uh, come back and uh, we've got a whole bunch more to talk about here, and we're gonna shoot it right into another episode. You guys up for it? Woo! All right, excellent. So once again, from the Nerd Life Crisis, I'm Ron Milt. Chris there. Steve Hale. And we hope you guys are having a Nerd Life Crisis. Let's talk to you soon. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Pop.
Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blues Studios. Make sure to subscribe to The Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Thank you.